Let's make today the day you get one step closer to becoming the parent you've always wanted to be and the parent your children deserve. And welcome to Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. I am your host, Erin Taylor, and I have wanted to help parents and children literally since I was 11 years old. I created this podcast to help you make a stronger, healthier, deeper connection to your child, to understand the inevitable challenges a little better, and learn some new ways to navigate them when they occur. Thank you for spending some time with me. Now let's get this show started. Hello and welcome to episode 66. Yesterday I was interviewed for a summit that will be live this coming October. So stay tuned for details on that. But I wanted to talk about a topic that we discussed in regards to screen time. And I thought that this might help you parents out there who are struggling with video game use with your kids and boundaries. I, when you think about, perhaps you've heard that the AAP has, the American Academy of Pediatrics has guidelines for screen time usage, one hour per day, two hours per day, things like that, based on the child's age and things like that. And while helpful, I think it actually has a bit of a drawback. I remember when my oldest son was eight years old, we bought him a Wii. And that was all the rage back then. And so I would give him a time limit. Maybe he could use it for an hour. And then with five minutes left or something, I would say, okay, five minutes left before your hour is up. And then five minutes would go by and I'd go in and he would still be playing. And I would get frustrated sometimes. And sometimes I would get downright mad. And I would say, I gave you five more minutes and you didn't turn it off and you're still on it. And what is going on? And he would say, but what, let me just finish this level or finish this round or finish this race. And sometimes I would let him, but then sometimes I would get so mad that I would march over and turn the TV off. And then he would get angry at me because I turned the TV off. And then I was mad that he was being rude. And so I thought that he was the problem all along. And what I finally came to realize is that it was highly disrespectful of me to march over and turn the TV off in the middle of what he was doing. And I I imagine if he wanted me to do something, and then he just turned my computer off while I was working. That would be so rude. And so what I came to realize, well, what I did with him back then was I gave him the permission to finish the level or the round or whatever he was on. And as far as I can tell, at least with my kids, most everything, most every game they play is... um around it's round based or level based it's not necessarily time based back when he was playing Mario Kart on the Wii the race was whatever amount of minutes it was 
Well, I guess it was still whoever finished faster, but it was probably going to, excuse me, last three minutes or something like that, four minutes, and then it would be over. But more recently, especially with games like Fortnite, the the one way of playing Fortnite, you get in either by yourself or with a group of three other people, and you're in the game with 100 people also on the same server playing Fortnite. And it's elimination. So the goal is to try to be the last person or the last group standing when everybody else has been eliminated. And if you get eliminated, you could get eliminated in the first two minutes of getting into the game. But if you're pretty good and you don't get eliminated and you're in the last you know, three or four or five people, you could be playing one round for 20 minutes. I mean, it just depends on whether you get eliminated and how long you can last and how good you are and how good the other people playing are. And so I really think that the the time guidelines are useful, you know, one hour, two hours, whatever it is, but I think it's a useful guideline. I don't think it should be a hard and fast, you know, you have 60 minutes because that's most likely going to result in a power struggle with either you being frustrated that the kid is not turning the thing off or them being frustrated that you're turning it off or forcing them to turn it off in the middle of what they're doing. So what I have been recently recommending to parents and to my clients is if you want them to play an hour, let's say, then at maybe... 45 minutes in or 15 minutes in, it would be a good idea to say, hey, we're cu- you're coming up on your hour. You have 10 minutes left. You have 15 minutes left. How about if you finish that round you're on and then turn it off? But it's important for you to know what they're doing, which requires you as a parent to sit down and, you know, at some point and have them teach you and show you what it is they do. So Maybe you play it with them. That's a great bonding experience that my kids love when I do it. But if not that, at the very least, you understand more about what it is they're doing and what the structure looks like. So if they're playing something like Fortnite, you go in at 50 minutes and say, hey, you have, ten, you have about 10 minutes left, so how about you finish that round and then turn it off? A 10-minute warning for Fortnite is probably reasonable unless your kid is really good, and then you might need to go in at 15 minutes before you want it off or 20 minutes before you want it off. But then, you know, if you've agreed to let them finish the round and it goes five minutes over the hour limit, that, you know, you've kind of set that up and allowed that, made that agreement with them so that they're finishing what they're doing. You're happy because they got about an hour and now they're going to turn it off and move on to their next thing and everybody wins. Everybody's happy. Everybody has a a system that they can live with. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today, really taking the time limits that the experts and the research recommends and using them more as a guideline than a hard and fast limit because time as a limit with the way kids play video games these days, does not work. It more works to finish the level, finish the rounds, whatever they're on, 
and how many of those can fit into the general guideline of the time limit. That's how I recommend it. And then, of course, if your child is watching YouTube videos, it goes without saying that it's important for you to know what kind of videos they're watching and maybe even sit down with them. For example, my 11-year-old and even all my kids really enjoy Dude Perfect YouTube videos. It's very clean, wholesome, fun. They do all kinds of trick shots and they're very creative young men. I absolutely love them. My kids love them. And their videos are usually five to eight minutes long. So sometimes we'll sit down and watch them together and we have so much fun doing it. So it's important for you to know what they're watching and potentially even bond with them by watching the video with them. But then also if they have 10 minutes you know, if they have 10 minutes before their hour is up and they're watching an eight minute video or they just turned on an eight minute video, then it would be good to pop in and see where they are on the video and how much time is left so that they can kind of gauge how much time they have left. Maybe they'll have enough time left to squeeze in a three minute video or maybe they won't. And again, that's up for you, up to you and your child to work out as the, the time limit is drawing near to figure out how much time they really have left and how much they can really squeeze into that time. So those are my thoughts on time limits and screens and screen time. I hope that it has given you some good insights and ideas into maybe how to reduce the power struggles that you may be experiencing with your child. And if you know anybody else who could benefit from this information, please do share it with them. I have found it so helpful in my own home. And that wraps up today's episode. So wherever you are in this world, I hope that you make it a fabulous day for yourself. That wraps up this episode of Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. If you know anyone who could benefit from this episode or this podcast in general, please share it with them. Also, I always love hearing feedback from my listeners. I welcome you to send me an email to erin at erin-taylor.com if you have any comments or questions that come up for you in an episode. Our children are our future. Parenting them is the most sacred task we will ever be asked to do. It truly does take a village to raise a child. Let's help each other to raise our children to be who it is they are meant to be. If at any point you feel like you need a little extra help and support, reach out to me. I am here to help you.